Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Here's what's trending on the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. Well, it would appear that Ben Sass is headed to Florida. He put on social that he is thrilled to join Gator Nation in February, excited about the work ahead. So he'll be wrapping up this current session of his Senate, um, uh, uh, the Senate, but then he will not be finishing out his term. He'll resign the first week of January and then it'll be on Nebraska's new governor, uh, Pillen, to go ahead and pick his replacement. So this will be an interesting Hunger Games type of scenario of like who will be vying for that very coveted seat in D.C. I wish politics was Hunger Games. So do I. You know, it's great when you win, but it's not so great when you lose. <laughs> There's only one winner. There are multiple losers. Wouldn't you watch those uh, concession parties more? You'd tune in. I think everybody You'd watch would. the winner's speech, but you're like, oh, let's flip over to the loser's speech. This is going to be good. <laughs> are these poison bees that are going to get them? <laughs> Terrible. A uh, popular crypto entrepreneur has lost almost all of his wealth in a single day. This guy, Sam Bankman Freed's crypto exchange collapsed this week. And within 24 hours, he's off the billionaire's list. But he's still... Still has got $900 million, but yeah, how much did I, he lose? Like a billion 15, and a half? $15 billion. Yeah, $15 billion. Holy smokes. Yeah. So 94% collapse, the biggest one-day loss by a person tracked by the index. Like, this was, like, history-making. Doesn't that make you just want to run out to the bank and take all your money out? Yes, it does, actually. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh I think I've even had that conversation with Wileen about it. And, you know, it's like... But this isn't the Fed. This is crypto. This well, is the Wild Wild West. So, I mean, these are people that are... It's That's the sad thing about a not-real... Not real money. Not real money. <laughs> Go to them. So this is interesting. Uh, his most valuable assets just totally tanked this week. So now he's kind of like, what do I do next? He's certainly not going to be at the Paul Allen Art Collection auction. Works from uh, the uh, the former Microsoft founder are going for $1.5 billion dollars. He has the largest private art collection, they think. Um, and it's the late Microsoft co-founder, this uh, Paul G. Allen. And they were doing it over two days. And on the first day, they got more money than they thought that they would for the entire sale. So more works are headed to auction today. But these are things that like never normally see it on the street. I think it's so interesting when you find these, you know, especially like Silicon Valley, like these people who spend so much time in the digital world that they spend that much money and effort collecting art in that way, you know, like tangible paintings from, you know, a time when it, it wasn't all virtual. The idea of spending all that virtual money on, on these tangible things. And I guess he am amassed quite the, quite the collection. Well, art is an investment. It's no different than buying a Ferrari. Yeah, it, it holds is, its value. Sure, and it grows. You're getting your money out of the stock market. There's no up and down, and you put it in a mm -hmm. Picasso. 
I mean, one of these sold for over $10 million. And that was a record shattering night. Um, and it was, I mean, it's unbelievable how much each one of these was going. One went for $149.2 million, just one, one painting. And it was a small one, almost five times the previous record of for, for that work. It's just bananas. There's a therapy pony in Germany that is waiting to get his Guinness World Record credentials. He is the smallest pony, stands 20 inches tall, but the deal is is that he's too young to be considered. How old is this tiny little thing? He's like three and a half, but you have to be four years old to qualify. He's 20 inches? That's like a size of a cat. Yeah, you have to see this. It's hysterical. They have him in a quote-unquote a stable, and there are like barn cats that are there, and the barn cats are like the size of the pony. <clears throat> they use him um He's like for, my little pony. Yes. He's so stinking cute. His name's Pamuckle, um, and he's super cuddly. He is uh, about 20 inches tall, and they use him for like therapy. You know, art therapy or like, ah, you know. Look at that little guy. I know. Don't thing. you want him? Yeah, I do, actually. I know. I saw it. I was like, oh, buddy. Um, so the current record holder is this mini Appaloosa horse born with dwarfism who was 22 inches tall. And so this guy comes in two inches shorter than the previous record holder. But the only thing standing in his way is his youth. So he just needs to get a little older. Yeah, because be I think... Uh, pimp to get if you were very rich. Who's the actor? Uh, Peter Dinklage. If you were mm-hmm. a very uh, <laughs> rich little guy, yeah, I would want to get a ranch full of tiny horses. Sure. sure. Just be a cool visual. I think it would be awesome. You know what's weird? Jeff You're showed... out there riding the range on your tiny horse. Jeff introduced oh me yesterday to a, uh, a new show on... Um, I don't know what show that's on, um, but it's a, a girl who's 22... Who looks and uh, like uh, she's eight? She got a reality show. Yeah, it's it looks like she's she's eight years old, but she's twenty two, so she's out with her friends drinking. It's crazy. Um, and you know the waitress, everyone's walking by, like, oh my god. Well, sure. If it was an eight year old, I mean, that's a pretty. She's dating Molly. You should look this up. It's weird, fascinating, weird. She's like trying to meet guys online. Yeah, and, and obviously it's all creeps because she looks like she's nine. Yeah, she's 22. What is this, the vampire Lestat? I mean, it seriously reminds it's me of crazy. an interview with a vampire where they made the character. That's so nuts. So is it? it's obviously a medical condition. that. Well, she had had some type of uh, a cancer or something when she was younger that stunted her age and growth. It, it's pituitary. amazing. She had brain cancer. Yeah. So she had an uh, issue with her pituitary gland that stunted her growth. And that's amazing that that... that that can happen. Um, you stay at that age. You look at that age for the rest of your life, I wow. guess. It's fascinating. And you want to buy her one of these horses? <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> she should marry Peter Dinklage. He would be so offended. He'd be like, why? Why should I marry her? Because we're both short? He's already married. All right. Well, come on, hater. There you go. His wife would be very upset. Uh, her name is Shauna Ray. Yeah. She's adorable. I think she's she seems pretty cool. Um, but yeah, it's it's interesting. The show's yeah. called I Am Shauna Ray on TLC. It's it's new, yeah. I think. Yeah, I think so. So some researchers sifted through publicly available scripts to see which characters and their actors are given the dirtiest vocabulary. 
So they were looking at like common curse words, like the F word or the S word. And um, the key takeaways were that Joe Pesci, who last appeared in Martin Scorsese's The Irishman back in 2019, has dropped the most F-bombs in movies of anyone, of any of his peers. 88% of them came in just one film, Casino. Apparently that was the one that just absolutely put him over the top. Who was second? Denzel Washington um, has said the S-word the most number of times on screen, 84 instances, two-thirds of them were in training day. Um, Which is so, all over the place right now. For some I know. Reason. Seth Rogen's also on that list. Shia LaBeouf is also on that list. Joe Pesci with the F-bomb is like head and shoulders a, a, a ahead of anyone. That was a big deal when Casino came out. People were like mad about all the swearing. You oh, know? they were? Yeah, in Scorsese yeah. movies. They're like, my God. So like, how many do you need to have? Like, you know, for the ratings board. I well, that's always that. the joke. Whenever you see it on on commercial television, you're like, "Well, oh, how, how how are you able that? to show this movie?" Like when they are like Casino being shown on TNT, you're like, uh, "What is it? Five minutes long now? Like, I how are you even getting around?" I mean, these sh- these these uh, TV stations have sensors. The guys who do South Park used to joke about having to fight with the sensors, and that like the network gives you a number, they would tell them you can say the f word. 15 times. Oh, really? I didn't know this. Okay. Even when it's bleeped. You know, what the... They would, oh. they would go at him and go, you know, try and limit the number. They would try and hold him to, like, hard numbers. So they learned they would turn in a script with 70 F-bombs in it if they wanted to get 40 to stay, right? Okay. They would purposely have every other word in F-bomb. <laughs> and the censor would be like, you got to cut that back. Apparently that never so happened with any Scorsese uh, keep movies. the ones they wanted. Yeah, uh, okay. Imagine if we were able to cuss. Oh, God. I don't, yeah, I don't know if we've, yeah, I don't know how that would work if we were able to cuss. I'm surprised we don't, on, you know, slip up on the radio more. So I think it, the most times we ever hit delay on this is on ourselves, actually. But, uh, all right, so coming up uh, tonight, there's a big game with the local game, too. It's basketball, NCAA basketball's back. Uh, New and O's have, has another uh, big game. Uh, they're taking on the Corn Huskers. That's in Lincoln too. Um, and these games are always fun because of the fact that it's like David and Goliath type stuff. And I love these games. Well, so. we've got a new coach, mm-hmm. Coach uh, Crutchfield with uh, UNO Crutch, and he's bringing a lot of energy. Uh, the the Mavs played down against KU on Monday. I know. Can you believe that? Opened the season that way. They got beat up, but they they didn't they didn't bow, they didn't break, they didn't seem too intimidated. So let's see how they do down in Lincoln against Nebraska. We'll talk to Coach Crutch next. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. The Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. Good morning. The weather's definitely taking a turn since we got here this morning. So. Yeah, don't let your kids oh, go to the bus stop without a, a winter coat because <laughs> yes. they're going to need it. It's it's blowing in in waves. It is cold. Uh, tonight, right. uh, UNO travels down to Lincoln. Uh, it's this college basketball season. We're all getting into our second game. You know, Creighton's playing tonight. Uh, UNO plays against Nebraska down in Lincoln. We've got the... Uh, uh, new head coach of the UNO basketball team, Chris Crutchfield, on the phone. Good morning, Chris. How you doing? Can we call you Crutch? Good morning, guys. How you doing? We're doing Good. great. Um, great game uh, against Kansas uh, a couple days ago. Uh, what a what a way to open the season, right? 
Um, that's, that's, wow. wow. What, right into the frying pan. <laughs> what was your take, Coach? Because we watched it. It was neat to see on ESPN. Yeah. I watched in the app scene Omaha versus KU. And although the, the final score wasn't great, I thought you guys hung in there. It, it felt like an opening round game of the NCAA tournament where KU would play in oh. Omaha. Oh, my goodness. Well, I'll tell you what. It was a great atmosphere. And uh, I thought our guys kind of rose to the challenge of being in a hostile environment. And, um, you know, we was down two big guys. Eddie Brown didn't play. They both were injured. So we didn't have enough depth to compete with their inside interior players. But our guys did fight. They competed. There were some really, really good minutes that we played in that game. And there were some, some minutes that wasn't as good. But, uh, we're a young team, and we're going to grow, and we're going to continue to get better. I was so, proud I of do the... like some of the things that we did. Yeah, I was proud of them, man. That was great. I thought it was fantastic. They'd be down like 20, 25, and then get within eight. Yeah, come um, back. Repeatedly doing again in the second half. Uh, what do you say to those guys before a game like KU? Like, were they nervous? Did you have to quell it, or were they just ready to ball? No, I, and I told them, I said, guys, this is a great atmosphere. It's a great experience, but I don't want you to be scared. I don't, you don't have any pressure on you, and they're number five in the country, and no one in the country think we're supposed to beat them. So go out there and just play, relax, and, and, and do the things that we, we do. And we kind of got away from that a little bit. We took some fast shots that la- led to their easy transition baskets. So uh, those things, I think, you can grow. But Kansas is a good team. They try to speed you up and make you play a tempo that you don't want to play at. And and we took some quick shots that, that gave them – uh, you know, gave us an unbalanced floor in transition. So uh, they got a lot of points in transition. We like to take those back if we could have. All right, so you have a big game tonight against the Cornhuskers in Lincoln. Yes. How, yes. How's that going to look? Well, I'll tell you what, uh, they're a good team, too. They got some athletes, and, uh, you know, they had a great game against Maine. It is a it is a team that I think we match up a little bit better than we did with Kansas. But they offer different challenges because of their athleticism, and they, they're also really, really big in the interior. So, uh, But we're up for the challenge. We're I love up it. for the challenge, and uh, I'm excited to see what our guys do, how we bounce back, and I want to see how we improve from the Kansas game. Yeah. I assume they got to be excited. you got, you got seven or more Nebraska kids on your roster playing against Nebraska. I mean, we all grow up watching that program. How do you not get jacked for that? Um, Coach, you were a two-sport athlete at UNO. You played football and you played basketball. I'm curious with everything that happened with the football program, is this game a little personal tonight when you when you take your basketball team against Nebraska? Not at all. Not at all. Just another game and and they, they they're the big dog. They're the big dog in, in this state and everybody knows it and our kids knows it and we, we there's a level of respect that you have uh for that university in Lincoln. So we 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 going to go in there and, and try to compete just like we did in Lawrence and uh, hopefully we can get a better result. Uh, me, me and Party so, yeah. went to a game last year. We were excited to see Kyle Ludke. Uh, I went to high school with his dad, Josh. It's neat now to see Luke, yeah. Luke Jungers on the team. You've got a call a rope. <laughs> you got some prep boys on the squad. Talk about <laughs> uh, your younger players, your newer guys. And it's interesting. That's a good question because, I mean, they got thrown into the fire, man. Talking about baptism one-on-one. I mean, Luke comes off the bench and plays really well. He's a freshman, first college game. Uh, Tony Osborne comes off the bench freshman, first college game. I mean, we only played, you know, 
two guys that have had Division One playing experience in that game. Only two out of the nine guys that we played have had previous Division One experience. So I was pretty pleased at their poise. Uh, and uh, I just think, you know, guys like we, if we get uh, a call back and get them healthy and uh, Luke keep making progress and get Kyle back healthy. Kyle didn't play in that game. We needed his senior leadership. So if we can get those guys, Creighton Prep guys, back healthy, then we'll be a much better basketball team. I do know that. Yeah, that's fantastic. I mean, with each one of these games, I mean, those the kids are going to learn uh, more experience. And, and, yeah, then great things grow from that. So good luck tonight, Coach. I mean, it, it's it's in our backyard. 7 um, o'clock game. Yeah, People can watch I mean, on the uh, BTN Plus app, watch UNO. Uh, at Nebraska. I don't know what it'll be on TV. Is it Omaha versus Nebraska? Nebraska Omaha. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> That's what it's probably going to be. And it's 7 o'clock in the Pinnacle Bank Arena. Hope we can get some fans to come down and cheer for us. And if you can't, definitely watch it on TV. And then you guys are back up here at home at Baxter Arena across the street from where we're broadcasting now. Uh, this uh, Yeah, Idaho. Idaho, Sunday afternoon, 2 o'clock. 2 okay. o'clock and. uh Home opener. All right. Well, Coach, thanks for jumping on. I'm hoping that you guys take Good a win tonight. tonight. I really want that to happen. Um, Thank that you, guys. Be Thank you very much. All right, thanks, Coach Crutch. We'll talk Thank to you, you soon. Much. Thanks right. for having me on. You Thank you. Thank you. Coach Crutch of the UNO basketball team. You know, a lot of cool things going on at UNO. This is his first year. Oh, yeah. He's going to turn that program around. Uh, the hockey team off to a good start. And the ladies, uh, soccer, they play against uh, Notre Dame this Saturday in the NCAA tournament. For oh, soccer. that's right. And they're number one seed in the tournament. Too, yeah, so. Omaha's team. Look at that. Look at that. All right, we're going to get to uh, Molly's Minute coming up next. Mariah Carey, the self-proclaimed queen of Christmas, is getting a network primetime concert special. Find out where and when. Morning Show on Channel 941. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. Good morning, 938-9400. All right, Molly's minute. Man, Mariah Carey is really milking Christmas for all it's worth this year. You know, she went ahead and made that big announcement at like 12.01 on November 1st that Christmas season is... With that like glass-shattering well, note she can hit. She's the queen. Yes. She is. She is Mother Christmas. Um, so he doubling down on Mariah season... A new two-hour holiday special, Mariah Carey, Merry Christmas to All, 
will air on CBS and Paramount Plus December 20th. So this is going to be going back. She has not. She's reigned queen, queen of Christmas thanks to her 1994 record-breaking hit, All I Want for Christmas is You. And that launched an entire genre for her. In 2019, that that song from 1994 reached number one during its 25th, uh, 25th anniversary year. I mean, she is made, she's also got like a pop-up shop where you can go, uh, there's the hashtag Mariah Seasons for you Mariah like Season. Her, do you? It doesn't sound like you like her very much. I, I li- she's unbelievably talented. I just think it is fascinating how she has completely just taken Christmas for herself. Like, I guess as you have been in an industry after so many years, you kind of have to find new ways in which to thrive and survive. Um, And I think that Christmas is like her thing where it's like, it doesn't matter. Mariah could be 30 or, you know, 80, and it's still going to be amazing because she can do Christmas. Like it doesn't need to be some hot young thing anymore. Though she is very much still pushing the hot young thing. Thing so that was because, Molly also saying she doesn't think she's hot anymore. <laughs> no, I think so. She's no, she is. She's still got a, an amazing body. I mean, it, but it's just, it's one of those things where it's like she's 52. You're saying dress your age. I think, <laughs> no, she is dressing her age. She just needs to uh, to keep an eye on the future. And oh. I think she knows Christmas is just the way to do it. Uh, Jennifer Lopez has been getting pushback for legally changing her last name to Affleck after she and Ben Affleck got married. People Why? are like, I don't know. It's I, it's tradition. You know, a lot of people, I think it's a more and more of a choice. Some people choose to do it. Some people don't. So she actually explained herself. She's like, my legal name will be Mrs. Affleck because we're joined together. We're husband and wife, and I'm proud of that, and I don't think that that's a problem. Um, but some people were kind of pushing back like, you know, oh, you're going the traditional route. She's like, it's not traditional. It doesn't have any um, romance to it. It just feels like it's, you know, something that natural, like that, you know, she, they, are, they are now. She said it's romantic. Combined. That's what she said. All right. It it's makes romantic. sense. Yeah. You think it's romantic? That I, did, I do. Yeah. Wiling took my last name. Um, my When my brother got married, uh, his wife didn't take the last name, and I do remember my father being a little upset about that. Let's flash back know, to but... when J-Lo, um, one of her early marriages, there was a story there at a restaurant, and the waiter came over and referred to her husband as Mr. Lopez. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> That's a true story. Yeah. <laughs> How would that feel? That's called waiter cuckold. Yeah. <laughs> that happened to, uh, that Mr. happened to my husband. Mr. Lopez. Yeah. Well, that was I went on that uh, Mexico trip years ago, and they called me Mister O'Daniel. Oh, that's time. right, Mister O'Daniel, because she booked the trip. That's right. a weird did feeling. you correct? Did you correct? Or no. you just went with it? Okay, yeah, I, I went with it, but imagine. it's a weird feeling. Yeah, it is. It's our problem, right? Why? Why does it make us uncomfortable? Yeah, it happened on our honeymoon because I had booked the honeymoon, yeah. and so they had all this stuff where it was like, "Congratulations, Mister and Mrs. Cavanaugh." I died. I was like. Bah! Yeah, that's probably the reason if you're, if you're staying at some resort because they really punch it. Yeah, they, they probably do. think, oh, you both just took the same name, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, they don't really know. trying to throw it around like, ooh, 
The I Kavanaugh's are here. I you know, just they put some stank on it. I wonder <laughs> if in different cultures, though, they they do take the same name and not split it up like we do here. Also, I uh, know that there uh, are cultures where it's like you add on to your name. But did you take Peter's name legally or no? No, I didn't legally take oh, his name. Look here, don't um, find that romantic. I'm still guy. me. Um, I'm but still me. Traditionally, it was like a power move. A lot of marriages were arranged. So absolutely everyone, you know, held on to the last name. It was the joining of houses. Yeah. I guess, yeah, I, I, that makes sense too. But yeah, we're just the same. I mean, I don't know if what would have happened if she asked me to take her last name. I'm not even sure how, how the, that would go over. Would you have done it? I don't know. I don't know. I never even thought about that. All right, 938-9400. Uh, the podcast will be up right after the show. So if you miss any portion of it, uh, get it wherever you get your apps. All right. Also, you can get it right there on the uh, the app, channel 94 and at channel94.com as well. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. TikTok. It's almost Wileen, the wife, the sweet Wileen's birthday. How get far away? On the 21st. On the 21st. I should get her some. Uh, some lingerie, if you know what I mean. She's like, <laughs> you got her a robe. Molly, what was it come last year? With. Come on, come with me. <laughs> no, last some... You're about the same size as my wife. Go ahead and model stuff for me. Last year was the robe. <laughs> no, that was a couple years ago. The robe. Yeah, she, she likes loved it. robes, though. That's the reason why I got her the robe is that whenever we travel anywhere, no matter what the hotel is, that's the first thing she does is opens up that closet and looks for the the big white robe. So I got on a kick of going, hey, why don't I buy a robe? You a at robe? Home. Yeah, a robe at home. A Doesn't robe mean at you, home. You, home I thought, robe. I thought you were saying you travel with a robe. That takes up a <laughs> no. lot of suitcase space. <laughs> no, but I'll tell you what, that why one. Why don't you just steal one from a hotel? That used to be the pin. You got to buy them. Yeah, they, they did. They'll pin you. They charge time. you. Yeah, and it, it'll cost more than just a, a nice, good robe. I never find the robes to be awesome anyway me neither you know because i'm like and and i don't understand that deal because the robe is it's never soft it looks soft it's been well, worn by a, reason, a thousand people there's a reason why it's not soft <laughs> yes. they're like yeah Ooh. take a black light to it <laughs> yeah no that's they're why like they're white they bleach the bejesus like, out of it's them not soft it's kind of crunchy it is <laughs> so that's why i never understood why she liked the the robe so much and that one time we went there uh, to a place and they didn't have the robe where they always had the robe and she was so you know bummed out about the whole thing so that's when i got in a kick for every year i'd buy her a a robe the gift that keeps on giving wait every year how much closet space does that take i know <laughs> A robe is something you get one, and then you're good forever. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, but, uh, yeah. So how many robes know. does she She's have? got like four or five. Wow. <laughs> how many robes can you ski behind? Hey. I don't even know. She's like, I'm swapping out. I'm mid-robe tonight. I've got to get them all in. Think about that. She's got a hot tub robe. She's got a shower robe. She's got a, you know, Saturday morning robe. She's just got robes. Wow. You guys are robe rich. <laughs> <laughs> We're robe flush. 
Um, when I was going over my stock portfolio with my money manager, I, of course, mentioned all of the robes, the extensive robe collection. He's like, well, I hope you got a rider on your house insurance to protect that in case of theft. Well, yeah. <laughs> I got her diamond earrings. We didn't call about that, but I just want to let you know we added another robe to the house. He's like, oh, I will make up the paperwork immediately. Yeah, if I can see you in a robe, I can see everybody in a robe. Well, I have the red one from McDonald's that they gave years ago. <laughs> That's right. When McDonald's brought back the Egg McMuffin that you could get all day long, we did like we often do. We did a radio remote, and the manager came out and goes, here's your robe. <laughs> and it was this badass. Yes, it's badass. Red plush uh, bathrobe. It's something that Ronald McDonough would wear. With the logo on it. Yeah, you still have that. Yeah, that's my robe. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't have one before. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and Molly, you're too good to have robes? Is that? Oh, no, name? I have robes. All right, then. I've got a really uh, slick one. Um, it almost, it reminds me very much of like a Hugh Hefner smoking jacket. All right. It's black, like velour velvet, and it's got um, uh, a <laughs> leopards, leopard skin lining. Like, so it's got like a collar with leopard print All right, on it. I can see this. I uh-huh. can see this robe on you. Can wear that just around or out. Or something Madonna <laughs> would wear. Yeah, there you go. When I just imagine home. your robe, Molly, to have like a big furry um, lapel or whatever. It's not. It, it's so. it's very sleek. Okay. Like, it's All very, right. like, it's smoking jacket. Like, it, it's, it's leopard print, but it's not the big fuzzy bulky kind it's very understated now she changes her tone it's very it's very well that's kind of how i feel when i wear it i'm like i'm just too important to do anything in this uh, well maybe maybe wiley's gonna get another road we'll see all right we'll be back. you're listening to the big party morning show on channel 941. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. Looks pretty chilly out there. So weird. Got here. It was about 69 degrees. Kind of feeling kind of like shirts off type weather, you know. And uh, what is it? Like a 40 degree drop? I think the weather guys get excited about this. Dude, they certainly were this morning. Or is it a busy work day? Like, do you look at the, the three-day forecast and be like, oh, blank. Yeah, probably. Uh, yeah, it, they seemed awful uh, caffeined up and excited, showing every different type of you know radar on how this is coming. So yeah, it's kind of nuts. So the temps you know? will start dropping like a rock uh, at like three o'clock, and the wind chills will be down in the um, possibly single digits. Oh wow! All right, so yeah, get the fire, get the um, the logs out. Ooh. Or whatever. Yeah. I know. Don't you love um, that smell, though? I, I do. love. I do love that. Our neighbors have been doing it, so it's like when you go outside, you're like, "Ooh, somebody's got a fire going." Yes, yeah, so. I haven't smelled winter yet. No, you know you get that smell sometimes on the wind, on the wind, and you're like, yeah. "That's ooh, that's winter." I think we I haven't smelled today. winter, but I have smelled that like evening, kind of like somebody's got somebody's thinking about it. And then the comfort food kicks in. Oh, boy. Yes. <laughs> Get out the stretchy pants. Yep. All right. People be good. Hey, make sure you uh, also uh, go onto the app or channel94.com and get signed up for that Adele show. 
That'll warm you up right there in Las Vegas, airfare, hotel, money, all that fun stuff. So do it. Uh, Creighton hosts North Dakota tonight down at CHI. The Blue Jays kind of torn on this UNO uh, Husker I'm match. I think hard. We're, we're jumping on that Mav bandwagon. I'm jumping on UNO. I want UNO to uh, do a little upset action is what I want. So but head on down there, pick a side or root for both. Yeah. Why not? Hometown. It's an yeah. in-state. Maybe it's, it sparks an in-state rivalry. I agree. Um, Nebraska's got to come up here and play Creighton in, I think, December 4th. Yeah, December 4th. It's an afternoon game, too. I think it's on a Sunday. But All right, we're going to get out of here. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Stay warm and be so good.